to the number one podcast for Olive Branch and Eastern DeSoto County. This is OB Pod. On deck for today, guys, we've got a hot topic kind of talking about our state band competitions that have been going on. We've got a pretty special show. Uh, got our uh, couple band directors with us. Going to get a third one hopefully soon. Also got our local news, dad jokes, motivational messages always, our random facts and stories you likely didn't know. We've also got a little bit of movie and TV reviews going on this week. And of course, our sports section. T, how's the week been for you, brother? Man, everything was great last week. Uh, good week of work. Good week of spending time at the house, and weather was outstanding, uh, terrific. Uh, today I smoked a brisket, man. Yeah, yeah. So we're going, we're going to fire fire up the uh, the the uh, uni uh, pizza oven tonight. We're going to make some some brisket pizza with some homemade dough that you know that my wife made, and I've got this been toying around with a little tangy texas style barbecue sauce that i'm doing so i'm putting that on there as well and going to caramelize some onions and whatnot so yeah we yeah when we get done with this i'm 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 ready to go bro i heard that so what <laughs> what time should i expect a delivery uh just just hold your breath yeah <laughs> <laughs> appreciate that man appreciate hey, but, that hey dine in is, is always open though i heard that I heard that, man. Well, I got to tell you, T, man, I had a pretty exciting Friday night. I uh, got to be administrator for the game versus Center Hill and Olive Branch, and boy, was it a doozy. Was Can't it really? wait to talk about it yeah. in, in, the, in the sports section, you know. Uh, it kind of had a very surprise ending, and uh, but kudos to both teams. Just a great, great game, and like I said, we get to talk to both coaches. Um, you know about the thing and it was just again a great great experience and some history was made that night and one thing I do want to say is I want to give a special thanks um, you know believe it or not Brian Couch actually hooked me up with a company that helped us get some fireworks for the ball game and we played right. fireworks at the game and so as always another reason to thank Brian Couch guys if you didn't know he is our number one sponsor here at the podcast and if you're a person who is buying or selling real estate in DeSoto County you need to be working with Team Couch or Birch Realty they are the best there is guys i'm serious anything you need they can handle it there's over 64 years of combined experience amongst the team they've handled millions and millions of dollars of contracts sales you name it they've handled it all they've been voted number one in the district over six times what else do you need to hear guys go check them out at their website that is teamcouch.com or you can even call their office which is 662-449-1700 or you can even call brian's personal cell phone which is 901-461-767 Six five three. Remember, every home needs a couch. Well, see, that was kind of leading into what I think about hot topics. Man, this this episode, I have to say, this is something that has been completely different. We've never done on the podcast before in our sports section. Yeah. We are talking to two of our local band directors, uh, Michael Campbell of Center Hill High School and Ken Pickering over at Lewisburg High School have awesome. joined the podcast, and they will be, we'll have their interviews like we do with the other stuff at in the sports section. And just you know, getting to learn about – that there is another phase of the school and what kids can get involved in, and it's epic. Here's something for you. Kim in our interview talks about how, get this now, 
185 kids participate in her band, and that is every day. That is quite a stellar number. It makes it makes uh, makes her teachers want to stop complaining if they got any more than maybe. 12 in a classroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, put it this way. Center Hill has less than 100. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I think they're around 80 or 90. So, I mean, like, quite a different change. So, these interviews are fantastic. Again, we're going to talk about the sports section with the football coaches, talk about an electrifying game, as well as really crazy scenarios when it comes to playoffs. So, again, I, I think the hottest thing going on around us right now, of course, is our local schools and the good things are going on with them. And so I really look forward to the sports section. So, guys, make sure you tune in towards the end of the episode. It's really going to be special. Ice Cube, baby. 99, baby. I'm on the grind, baby. All the time, baby. All right, T, it's time for our news, brother. And, of course, this is brought to you by our good friends, Michael Hatcher and Associates. T, did you see the news, what Michael Hatcher did? Joker no, went out to the DeSoto County Humane Society, or actually the Olive Branch Humane yeah, Society. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And donated money to help them out. Got a little photo op and everything else. Just another example of a great individual going giving back to the community. That's right. Guys, he is a he is adopted in Center Hill High School, has done several different things out there, as well as he takes care of his employees like you've never heard of. Lord, trust me, they do free fuel for their employees, gas cards if they need something on, on travel. They do groceries cards to help people out when things are high with inflation and everything. This is a company that really gives back to its community, employees, and stuff, and they want you. If you're looking for a new career, an opportunity to work with somebody that's going to give you better benefits, better insurance, better pay, then you need to go check out HatcherLandscape.com and see all the opportunities they have. You can even call their talent acquisition manager if you have questions at 662-755-3207. Tell you what we got in our news this week, brother. Well, you know, we're talking about schools and band and sports and whatnot as well. But, you know, school is really about academics. And we want to say congratulations to our three high schools in our podcast area. Uh, They had National Merit Semifinalists uh, that were named and were recognized by the DeSoto County School Board this past week. Uh, I think Lewisburg had seven of them and Olive Branch had one. Uh, which is which is outstanding uh i don't think we have the names of those students there believe it or not they went to the board and got it but they did not post the names on the normal avenues and so i have reached out to them to get those names and we'll have them for the next episode good good but uh, but uh, center hill center hill had eight of them and i'm going to tell you what just so i don't mess anything up those are your kids i want you to announce their names Oh, that'd, I'd be a pleasure. It'd be an absolute pleasure. Guys, look, this is eight. This is the most in school history, which is absolutely fantastic. And of course, there is a little bit of elbow rubbing when you say that is the most in the county as well. Not, not, nothing to brag about. Nothing to brag about no, at all. Here. No, nothing at all. <laughs> but yes, there are Joseph Cunningham, Lawrence Dempsey, Josh Lumistein, uh, Alexis Chen, Trevor Luttrell, Ashlyn Peacock. That is Coach Peacock's daughter, by the way. Hey, Chloe Ratcliffe right. and Kaylee Novasad, the great Great, great job through all of them. Fantastic, fantastic accomplishment. You got to be, you got to be pretty bright kids in order to, to get something like that. So, congratulations to not only the, the those students that he just named at Center Hill, but also out at Lewisburg and Olive Branch as well. And we'll, we'll get y'all's names out uh, on the next podcast. Absolutely. Mo- moving on, touch a truck. 
Oh, my. Touch a Truck is coming back to the Olive Branch City Park Saturday, November 5th from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. This is a great event for all the families, especially if you have small children. It's an opportunity for everyone to look for a career change. If you're looking for a change in your, you know, your your work, in your career or whatnot, this is a great event in order for you to come to as well. There's going to be applications available on site, and we hope to see everyone there. Yeah, and guess what? Michael Hatcher Associates will be there as well. There you go. <laughs> so great place to work. <laughs> if I wasn't doing this, I'd go work for Michael. There you go. All right, across the state, it was the annual earthquake drill called the Great Shakeout. It was conducted at all of our DeSoto County schools as well as all other schools across the state. Uh, you know, a lot of people don't think much about earthquakes, but, you know, we live in an area where there's a fault that runs right through, uh, you know, the Shelby County, Memphis area, DeSoto County area as well. And uh, safety is our first concern for our students. So, you know, in addition to fire drills and, and lockdown drills and tornado drills and whatnot, you know, we also go through earthquake drills as well. And uh, uh, all the schools participate in it, and I know they all did a great job. They did, and you know, I'm the guy who's in charge of our safety stuff over at our school yeah. when it comes to drills and everything else. And same here. I really want to just put this in here and just say that, guys, uh, you should really, really be proud of your kids. Um, they take it very serious. They, they they own these things, and they want to do well at them. They see that through news, social media, everything else, that you know you need to be prepared for different types of things. And so, uh, I'm happy this is in the news, so we can let you know that. We can compliment your kids. They do a fantastic job, and so applause to all involved. Yeah. The next thing we, we're going to we'll just mention here is is a sad thing, and uh, it's it's something that happens that you know not not everybody is is called to do, but those that do they they tend to do it extremely well, and it's one of those situations where you know it's a job where somebody is willing to lay their life on the line. Uh, the state of Mississippi declared a day of mourning. Uh, for Greenville police officer Maisha Stewart, who was fatally shot back on October the 11th, and the uh, the governor has ordered all state and U.S. flags uh, to fly at half staff. Yeah, that happened this week, and that was uh, that was a big deal. Um, you know, I, I, we helped get the flag down at our place, and uh, you know, we we thank you for her service and her doing that. And it's a very tra- tragic and sad thing to hear. Uh, especially if she had a family. Um, so right. uh, hopefully the all involved, we pray for them. And, uh, you know, things will get better from here, if that makes sense. Yep. Guys, if you own a house or a property that is outdated, needs help, or even worse, it's just one of those things you just don't want because it came to you in a divorce or a loss of a loved one, something like that, and you just need to get rid of it fast and you want a cash offer, sell it quick, but it'd be a fair offer, and then you want to talk to Rodman Properties, guys. Go check out their website. That is iBuyDeSoto.com. It is an awesome, awesome website that will give you all the details, ins and outs, how you can contact, criteria, what they do with the property to make you feel better, how they involve the community in rehabbing some properties. This is the company you want to work with. Seriously, go check out their website. That is iBuyDeSoto.com. All right, and the last little thing we're going to talk about locally here today, uh, just a reminder that this coming Thursday night at 7 p.m. at the Wesson Lawn House will be the last of the movie Under the Stars. Nice, friendly family uh, time of event where everyone can come out and get a little food that's out there. There'll be some vendors out there as well. I think this week's uh, movie is Hocus Pocus. 
That is correct. I think that's the one that's out there uh, for this week. So y'all go on out and have a good time Thursday night at 7 o'clock. Might want to bring you a coat. I think the weather's going to be nice, high in the, I don't know, mid-60s, but lows in the 40s. But we're talking about early, you know, Friday morning on that. But y'all know as well as I do, this time of year, the air being as dry as it is, as soon as that sun goes down, so the heat goes with it. The Western House being right by Old Goodman, they're going to get yeah. a little breeze, so you might as yeah. well get that coat. Yeah. Well, guys, as always, that's it for our news, and we really want to say thank you for listening. And as always, if you want to advertise with us, please reach out to us at our email, theobpodcast at gmail.com. We would love to talk with you and get you on our show. I hear them whispering about the places that you've been And how you don't know how to keep your business clean It's time for those dad jokes, brother. And of course, this is brought to you by our number one insurance agent, Allie Edgelolly, and that is of Alpha Insurance, the ace agency of Olive Branch. Guys, if you're interested in saving money and getting better coverage with personal care, and when I say personal care, somebody who will actually answer the phone and talk to you without having to go through an office manager or secretary, you actually get to talk to your agent, that's a big deal for me, and it should be for you as well. Then you need to go check out their local office right there on Goodman Road, which is right next to the Taco Bell by 78. And you can meet Allie today or even call his office to schedule an appointment to get a free quote no obligation and let him show you what he can do for you that is 662-893-0928 or you can even call his personal cell phone which is 1-843-324-0930 and guys just a quick reminder we put this information of the phone numbers and locations like that in our show notes if you ever go and check with your podcast app you can always click down and find that information there as well T, you ready for some dad jokes, brother? Yeah, hit me, brother. Need a good laugh. Oh, need a good laugh, huh? Everybody All right. does, yeah. All right. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> T, sometimes I hate computers. I got so mad yesterday, I threw the keyboard against the wall, and keys went everywhere. That's when the shift hit the fan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this next one. I'm going to get in so much trouble. I want you to know my wife gave me the stink eye after last okay. week's one. I got another one that's oh, a good one. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> T, I saw my wife at the dam yesterday. It really sucked. I wanted her to float farther down the river. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she, they, they I'm had dead just, meat. They had just locked, uh, launched her from the lock. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> You showed up too early. That's it. That's it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> T, do you know why Alabama has the highest unsolved murder rate in the United States? No, I don't. Two reasons. Okay. Most of the victims and potential assailants have the same DNA, and there's little to no dental records in the state. To oh, manage. my gosh. <laughs> 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 I, all right so let me interfere right here reminds me of an old joke you know okay so what's 120 yards long and only has seven teeth oh uh, this ain't gonna be good go ahead the front row at bryant denny stadium in tuscaloosa <laughs> spoken like a true mississippi state fan That's right. <laughs> oh gosh <laughs> Uh, here we go. Let's go to another corny one. T, okay, good. Let's have a let's have a moment of silence. Rest in peace, boiling water. You will be missed. Oh gosh. 
Man, right, I, taught, I, taught, I taught science forever, and I didn't even like that one. Go ahead. Here's one. Let's see if we do some bang, right? T, did you hear about that guy who dipped his balls in glitter? What? Yeah, it was pretty nuts. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, that's it for today on our dad jokes. <laughs> As always, we hope you've enjoyed what you're listening to, telling your Middle friends, your jokes. family, and your coworkers about it. As always, thank y'all so much. <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> Allow me to introduce myself. They say that I've been struggling with my health. My mental health's coming down to so much pain. I don't know how I, I can maintain my life. All right, guys, it's time for our motivational message. And this one, man, it gets right to the point. Yeah. It's basically saying, you know what? things that you learn about yourself as you get older and this is good advice for anybody even if you're a younger person older person whatever because they're so true you realize this is something you can live towards live with this value and stuff and so let's go to this audio now four things you learn as you get older one you can't make real friends with fake people two you sit back and observe and realize that not everything needs a reaction three you learn to trust your intuition. If something doesn't feel right about a person or a situation, you don't waste time trying to deny it. And four, the older you get, the less you feel the need to be included, understood, or accepted. You know, the last thing that guy said in that, in, in that, uh, in that audio piece there really strikes with me. You know, I'm, 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 I'm in my early mid fifties now, and it seems like every year it gets a little bit more in, in, in a way that you know. I always want to try to do right. I'm always, I'm going to fail sometimes. I mean, I don't know anybody who's perfect, but at the end of the day, sometimes you just don't care about what other people think about things. And oh, most of the time, and, and most of the time, the reason why they think the way they do is either out of jealousy or envy, or they don't have all the facts about something. You're right. You're right. And I, I do believe there's some people who just enjoy seeing people down or enjoy sure. drama and stuff like that. And it's unfortunate. I and mean, we see it every day in school. Absolutely. You have kids, you know, there are different types of personalities. People, you know, surround themselves with people to make themselves better you know, and different things of that nature. But the thing is, is that every one of those four is great advice. Doesn't matter your age. And it's a great way to look at life of understanding that if you drown yourself in things you can't control, then you're missing out on so much. And to yep. me, that is the biggest message that comes from everything. So guys, as always, we hope you've enjoyed our motivational message because we really enjoy giving it each week. And I uh, hope you look forward to next week. It was all a dream. I used to read Word Up magazine. Salt and pepper and heavy D up in the limousine. Hanging pictures on my wall. Every Saturday, rap attack, Mr. Magic Molly Mall. Now it's time for Random Facts, stories you likely didn't know, brought to you by the good folks at Old Town Fitness. Man, if you want to go to a place where people are not going to judge you, hassle you about things, but are always available to help you, to answer questions that you have, and want to help you maximize uh, your workouts and reach your fitness goals, this is the place you need to go. Go check out Old Town Fitness. They're located at 9045 Highway 178 in Olive Branch. Now, their hours are a little different than most other places, but it's very unique, 
and uh, they're available during these times to help you any way you need to be. They're open Monday through Friday from 5 a.m. to noon. Then again in the evening from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. On Saturdays, they're open from 8 to 10 a.m. And on Sunday, they are closed. All right, Zach, did you know that LL Cool J in the early 90s shared with his grandmama that he couldn't survive as a rapper now that gangster rap was popular? His grandma responded to him, oh, baby, just knock them out, which was the inspiration for him to write his Grammy award-winning certified platinum single, Mama Said Knock You Out. Isn't that crazy how stuff happens yeah. like that, man? That's I, awesome. It, that's right. Man, I remember that song. I, I hadn't been married too long when that song came out. We was juking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Zach, did you know that in South Korea, despite being one of the most successful bands in the world, K-pop stars BTS have announced they will complete mandatory military service with the band expected to re- reunite in 2025? Yeah. Did you also know that uh, you know, K-pop is actually outlawed in South Korea? And so all really? the music is produced and done in neighboring countries? Wow, I did not know that. Yes, it's it's quite, believe it or not, um, I found an audio one time, and I'll get it on the podcast one day, where yeah. the rules, laws, and expectations of, of South Korea are completely different than ours. They have a, they go by yeah. a different calendar, yeah. time of the day, um, expectations, all kinds. Of, do you know you have to save your human feces um, in South Korea and use that until you donate it for uh, fertilizer, for farming and different things about nature. It's all wow. kinds of crazy rules and stuff. So, yeah, maybe one day we'll get that on the show. Or not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And our last one. When Volvo invented the three-point seat belt in 1959, they made the patent free for all competitors to use in order to save lives because it had more value as a free life-saving tool than something to profit from. How Bravo about that? to Volvo. Bravo. Absolutely. That's awesome. That is awesome. It wasn't like, you know, when all the videotapes came out in the 80s, you know, you know the beta and VHS and mm-hmm. all that other kind of stuff. They all wanted to stick it to one another right there. But that's that's pretty cool right there. I thought so, too. That's sweet. That's sweet. All right, guys, it's time for movie and TV news slash reviews, and we've got two of them for you. Netflix's show, which is pretty popular, called The Watcher. This is a seven-episode series that is actually based on true events about a house that, for some reason, cannot keep an owner because somebody keeps sending it letters saying they're the watcher. Oh my. Uh, and so the series, like I said, seven episodes, it follows a family of four that you know, sacrifices everything to buy a house that's super expensive in a very illustrious ta- you know, part of town outside of yeah. New York City. And soon after, they start getting letters and things start going crazy. And it's all about who's the watcher? Who is the person putting these letters in there causing all this distress? And then, of course, the how they find that the house has secret passageways and you know pets are you know disappearing and things are going crazy. And then the neighbors are weird and certain people are here. And before you know it, after seven episodes, you really get down to the end where you're trying to say which one is it because the show has given you reasons to suspect 
everyone. Dun, dun, dun. Exactly. So in the final review, I'm going to tell you, do not watch it because <laughs> sadly, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, if you do any research on the original case that it's based on, it is remaining unsolved. And so I am a person who really, really enjoys getting the answer, trying to know that you've tried to fill the puzzle out. And we need you closure. Don't get it, you need closure. And so um, is the acting was good. Um, several of the actors are very, very well um, portrayed, do a great, great job. One of my favorite is, is one of the neighbors. Her name is Mo. Uh, she was the uh, you know handler back in the Americans. was a great show. She was a mm-hmm. bad guy. Um, in the uh, you know in some other big time shows you'll know her and she's a fantastic female actress and she has a big part in the show and it does a great I mean like there's a lot of key even Shooter McGavin the guy who played the, yeah. the, you know, the, the, the golfer and Happy yeah. Gilmore back in the day he has a, he's an officer in this one and he's a yeah. and he has a great little part you know Stifler's mom is a real estate agent you know <laughs> so like I said it's a really really unique cast in the, in the show so I really really enjoyed everything except for the lack of closure but the lack of closure is the intent so if you're a person who uh you know really doesn't care about that and cares about the quality of the show the show itself is definitely worth watching so i just want to give you that update is is what it is because i'm one of those people who was not very happy that he didn't get the type of closure that i wanted yeah you can't get that time of your life back either that you invested in watching all <laughs> exactly <those. laughs> exactly it's one of those things right. you just say i'm just you know what are you saying? What happened here? What yeah, did I just exactly. watch? <laughs> exactly. And the other review we're going to give you guys is the movie Black Adam. Now, I have not personally seen it. However, I have spoken to several people who have, as well as there are thousands of reviews that are saying, warning, warning, stay away. Oh my. Unfortunately, they say that the movie lacks of any background or character development. You get right into who the you know main part of the story. The movie is shorter than expected. And they say the bad guy or the final villain is almost comical when it comes to how bad it's going to be as well as the CGI effects are good for some parts and horrendous on others. So Hmm. it is a completely leave your money in your wallet, wait for streaming video for a dollar. And that might be your best case scenario on Black Adam. It better be free. (laughs) <laughs> if it's going to be streaming <laughs> yeah so that guys that's the that's the reviews we've got for you on a couple uh you know current and hot topics so as always we hope you enjoy them and hey we, we might not get everybody to agree with us but that is it seems to be the norm what's going on right now so we hope you enjoy it All right, T, it's time for our sports section. Like I talked about earlier, man, I'm pretty excited about this spot right here. We're actually going to start with the band directors first. And now, like I said, this, this yesterday, we're recording it on Sunday, uh, Saturday, which was yesterday, they actually had the state championships and had some big-time events going down. And there were several DeSoto County schools that were representing in the state championship, which is a huge, yeah. huge honor. And uh, I'm really happy I got to talk to two of our band directors. I'm looking to talk to the third one in Olive Branch in the near future. 
future. And they kind of give you some insight when it comes to what's going on, what they've been going through their season, how the process goes, where they placed, and where the future of their programs are going. And it's just really, really good audio. Nice little short uh, you know, clips. And so we're going to start over with, uh, with Kim Pickering over at Lewisburg first. And then we'll bump over to uh, Michael Campbell from Center Hill. And so, guys, we hope you enjoy these two audios. And immediately following that, immediately following that, we'll get over into our football section. So let's go to the audio now. Hey guys and gals, I've got a special guest with me today. That is the wonderful and illustrious Miss Kim Pickering, the high school band director at Lewisburg High School. Miss Kim, how are we doing today? We are good. We are good. We had a, a wonderful weekend with a with a pretty late night, but we are here and we are good. I heard that. Now you say late night. Did I uh, hear you correctly when we talked before recording that you got in almost around three in the morning? Is that correct? We did. We did. We met at the school at 6 a.m. and got home at 3.30 a.m. Yikes. That is a, that's quite, that's quite a day. That is quite a day. Yes, it is. (laughs) But you know what? It's not in vain because, um, I know the parents, the community are super proud. Um, y'all came back with a pretty, pretty stellar ranking. I know y'all placed number five in the state in 6A, which is quite, quite an accomplishment. So I want to say congrats from OB pod. That is a huge compliment for you, your staff, your kids, your community, and your school. Really, really great job. Thank you very much. Now, Kim, you know, people want to know, what has what the season been like so far? You know, what is the process to even get qualified to state? Do you mind you know, sharing with the listener what's going on? Absolutely. Um, we all start our seasons usually in July. Sometimes there's some preseason stuff, but otherwise we start our seasons in July at band camp. Um, we get to sign up kind of for the shows that we'd like to participate in throughout the season but a requirement for us is our state evaluations in Grenada for our district um, and that is the second weekend in October so we have to go to that for our state ratings for the books in the state as we call it Uh, but we also are able to qualify for our state championships if we wish to participate Um, not all bands go to to state championships but they can uh, qualify there Uh, in order to qualify there you have to make superior ratings, which they will call those out as a one across the board. Uh, And then after that, um, you qualify to make state championships. And the next Monday or so is usually a big day for us because we find out performance times and details and all those things about the championship that usually comes for six, say, two weeks later. Wow. That's quite a process. Quite a process. So I'm guessing you got ones across the board then completely superior? We did. We did. We did receive ones across the board. That is awesome. That is awesome. So uh, so to the average listener who might not know a lot about band, what does it take to, you know, to really get into that level? Because Lewisburg's always competed at the top. And of course, you're also competing in a county that has several top programs uh, local within 10 minutes of you. Um, you know, how many kids are in the band? What kind of practice schedule? Any kind of details to the novice person so they can kind of you know understand what goes into band? Yes, absolutely. Um, we usually um, we usually have a team that we hire to help us with design and things. Obviously, our staff has input on that as well. Um, but when we start in July, that is, we have a two-week pretty intensive band camp. We usually go 7 or 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. 
uh, march all morning and then inside for music all afternoon. So that's a pretty intensive process during that time. When school starts, um, our practice schedule is not quite as rigorous as some of the ones in our county, um, but we have our normal class period every day. Our garden percussion goes after school on Mondays until 5 or 5.30, and then the rest of the band goes until 5.45 or 6 on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Uh, we try to let Wednesday be an off day, and then, of course, Friday nights you got ball games, and Saturdays you have competitions or practice. Um, so that starts us out usually in August. Our competitions start normally um, end of September, and we locally we have one that's usually held at Olive Branch. Uh, we host one first week end of uh, first week of October at Lewisburg, and then we go to evaluations. Uh, this year we chose a, a competition in Gibson County, or it's Gibson County High School in Dyer, Tennessee. Uh, and then we have our championship weekend. So um, on those competition days, it's normally a, uh, a practice day before that. So those days normally start pretty early involving practice and then feeding them and getting on a bus. Um, we have been blessed with 185 kids this year in the Lewisburg High School Band. Um, so lots and lots of kiddos. The, we have an we do have an alternate system, but our alternates march uh, every rehearsal, and then they are able to march on Friday nights to get that experience. We firmly believe that if we don't teach those alternates how to march, then they'll never be able to move up. So we're super super proud of every single one of our students. They have all grown tremendously since we started. Kim, I, I, I'm I'm in sh- a little bit of awe right now. You did you say 185 students are in the band? We do, we do. All of my all of my peers say that's a lot of teenagers, and we love them. They are very much teenagers, but we love them so so much. And the beauty wow. of band is that those students start in the sixth grade, and so by the time you've had them, unless they've moved in. By the time they graduate, you've had them for seven years. Uh, so the relationship and the bond you get to build with those kids is just unlike any other in the schools. That is uh, absolutely impressive. You know, I'm a former football coach, and the idea of having over 70 kids on the sideline and trying to coach the, that many kids, no matter how many coaches you have, just seems extremely daunting. It was for me personally. So the idea that you are in charge of 185 is quite impressive. So I, I think that's something that needs to be acknowledged, and uh, that's like I said, it's extremely impressive. So let's talk about this, Kim. You know, y'all did fantastic down at State. Again, congratulations on that. What do the listeners – need to know about the future of band for this year what's some other things exciting that are coming up for you guys so if somebody want to come out and see y'all perform or things of that nature what's coming up um we have actually we are finished performing our marching show we normally end that at uh at state championships but we do have two football games left where we'll be in the stands for olive branch and in the stands for DeSoto central um after that we are starting the concert season which uh, we will do another evaluation set up in the concert season. Um, we've got three concert bands, so that will be exciting. Um, we are doing a Veterans Day Parade in Hernando and Olive Branch Christmas Parade. Um, we will roll into our state evaluations beginning of March, and then in April, the Lewisburg Band will be going to Disney World to march in the Magic Kingdom Parade there. Wow. You have quite a schedule ahead of you, Kim. That's that's impressive. That's impressive. Well, Kim, I got to say, I want to apologize by saying I should have had you on the show sooner. Um, You know, band has always been something that I know that our community around here really likes and supports considering how many high level bands we have here in Olive Branch in the area. 
And so, uh, you know, I'm going to get you guys back on again um, and talk about some stuff coming up in the future. Um, the next time y'all, like you said, have your next competition, your statuses and things of that nature. I'd love to get some updates and also maybe even talk about some kids and how, you know, on the next time we have you on the show about how this can translate to scholarships and for their future in the band. And uh, so everybody can see the full spectrum. Would that be okay? Yes, I would absolutely love that. And uh, just a just a, a quick thing for anybody that maybe not know a ton about band. I always say our parents like to say that it takes a village, but it takes a village for our band programs as well. Um, so our, our community is top on that list, and parents, administration, and kids, and staff, and all those things is really just how all this puzzle gets put together. Absolutely, absolutely, couldn't have said it better, Kim. Again, thank you so much for your time. Really, really appreciate you joining us on the podcast. Yes, thank you so much for having me. Hey, guys and gals, i got another special guest, Mr. Campbell, Michael Campbell. That is the band director at Center Hill High School. Michael, how are we doing today, brother? I'm, I'm making it. We're just in recovery mode after yesterday. Uh, recovery mode. What, man, what time did y'all get in from the state finals la- last night? Um, well, we got in uh, about 2 o'clock this, uh, two o'clock this morning. Uh, we left yesterday at 7 a.m. We left the, tra- left the trailers loaded. We're like, we'll get that on Monday. Wow. That's, that's quite a day, quite a day. Well, I got to say, man, um, super proud of the program. You know, I know I'm one of the administrators of center hall high school and stuff, but I've seen you guys perform, uh, miss case, uh, the other administrator went down to the state competition and she would post some videos of how awesome the band did. And, uh, congratulations. I mean, y'all got 14th, um, you know, out of a large group. That's an impressive number. And, uh, your kids just great. They had fun. I mean, I just, uh, I really, really enjoy what I'm seeing here out of the center hill band and i know the community feels the same way you know so how would you say the experience was for you guys down there uh you know at northwest Rankin? well i mean it was it was very eye-opening for the kids um i know they they went down there and this is their first time in sit say championships um and we started the year off we're like hey let's you know let's just get down there let's go check it out and we got to warm up and the kids were a little timid i mean we were kind of in between some much larger bands and you know, we hyped them up, and they went out there. And for the first time, and uh, for the first time, me seeing it out of this group, uh, we had kids walking off the field with tears in their eyes. We had smiling faces from ear to ear. I mean, they were excited to be there. That's awesome. That that's what you want. You know, that's the best paycheck for any educator is seeing a kid truly enjoy something, truly be be a magical memory for them to remember forever. And to facilitate that, that says a lot about you, your program, and your staff. And so uh, that's that's a huge accomplishment. Um, you know, so how did the how did the whole band experience turn out for you? How does the process go for the novice listener that doesn't know how the state competitions run? Y'all competed, and then what happens, and wh- where does it go from there? I got you. So I mean, really, our entire process for this season started. Uh, Really in May when uh, I, I took the job and started trying to find a show and put together a staff. I mean, we started rehearsals every Thursday in June and went all through the summer at least once uh, once a week. Um, and then we had a two-and-a-half-week two, week, two and a half week long band camp where the kids were outside in the heat, you know, 100-degree heat index. We were took ample water breaks, trust me on that one. Um, but, uh, I mean, it took about three weeks during the summer and then, you know, uh, to get us where we needed to, we w- competed at uh, Olive Branch, Lewisburg, before we went to our state assessment in uh, Grenada, where they, it's kind of like looking at it like a state test. Um, you know, we get ranked, or we get scored a one, two, three, or four, uh, one being the highest, four being the lowest. You have to 
get an all superior, which is that one rating to qualify to go to state. Um, and we did that. That was our main primary goal was to get there. We did that in uh, the first week of October. And then it was, okay, how hard can we push the kids? And we really let the kids decide that. We're like, hey, if, if y'all want to y'all wanna make a push, let's make a push. But at the end of the day, that it's up to y'all. You know, we focused heavily on training, getting our feet in time. How well can we do these body moves? How well can we play our horn? And, I mean, it really paid off. Um, and the whole process with state, uh, we got down there around uh, noon, got off the bus, uh, the Northwest Rankin Boosters, and everybody was so helpful down there. They, uh, We showed up, got off the bus. They had Chick-fil-A waiting on us, enjoyed a nice little meal, uh, took some time stretching, kind of getting getting in our game face, or as we call it, putting our business suit on. And we went through a nice 30, 45-minute warm-up. And then um, we trekked over to the stadium. It was a long walk. It was It's really funny. I always say this about Miss Case. She knows when to show up, where, because every time we turn a corner about to go on the field, there's Miss Case waiting on us. She's ready to go. Um, and then you, we take the field. We line up in the end zone. We watch the band perform before us take the field we have 15 minutes on off and then and then it's a waiting game until the awards at uh the awards are at uh six o'clock and uh everybody gets their name recognized because of the determination that took us to get there and then out of the 17 that were there they call out uh the top eight unfortunately we did not make it in the top eight so we didn't perform a finals but at the end of the day i couldn't ask my kids to do anything more because they went out there and they did it and they left their heart on the field and that's everything we asked them to do. That's awesome. That is awesome. Now, one thing you mentioned that I want to compare here, you were, you mentioned being a smaller band. How many students did you take down to state? And how many do you have participating in your band program? So participating total, we have roughly, um, 83, 86 students that participate. And it's, it's unlike any sport because all 83 participate 100% of the time. Um, I, we, our show roughly runs about eight minutes and 22, 23 seconds. And if something happens, you have to roll with it. You know, every kid is, you know, we constantly say, trust your training, trust, do your job and just trust that your neighbor's going to do their job. Absolutely. And Absolutely. It's, it's full on teamwork. I know that's right. I've been out there and watched you practice and I, I just, uh, it's, a. Uh, it's mind-numbing to see how y'all get all that coordination together. It's quite impressive. So let's talk about the future. What do we have coming up for the band uh, for the rest of this year? And, uh, you know, let us know, know about that. I got you. Well, we have one more final marching band contest, and that's going to be this Saturday. We're competing at the Bandmasters Championship at uh, the Liberty Bowl here at the University of Memphis. And then um, after that, we're – Going to have some sit-down bands, some concert band. We have our Christmas concert coming up December 5th, I believe. Um, the, then we have uh, a group going with the cheer team, a pet band, to compete in UCA Game Day Live Nationals. They We, we did that last year, came in second place um, on a national level, so we're going to take them back to do that. And then we will be running the... Uh, We'll be running an indoor program where we'll have an indoor winds group, a indoor percussion group, and an indoor color guard group, all while simultaneously having our traditional concert band evaluated in the spring as well. Um, to say you're going to be busy is quite an understatement. Uh, yeah. Um, the one good thing about it right now is these kids have bought into everything that we are doing. Um, I mean, we got so many compliments coming off the field. I mean, 
from all the band directors that from DeSoto County that we passed are like, Hey guys, like, welcome. Like, you know, as soon as we were loading up the trailer, you know, I went, Lewisburg was right beside me and every one of those directors were like, Hey, like we've never seen Citadel like that before. Everybody bought in, everybody was excited. Like give it a few years and you are going to be pushing. Yeah, that's a, that's a great compliment. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, look, Mr. Campbell, I can't thank you enough for your time. I want to get you back on the show uh, maybe next semester, and we could talk about how the program's going from there, as well as talk about the, the future prospects of kids, college, scholarships, things of that nature. Would you be all right with that? Yeah, 100%. Sounds great. Again, thank you for your time. I know you need to get your rest today before back to work after a long day, long night. And, uh, again, but thank you again for your time. All right. Thank you for having me. Well, good luck to our bands. I know that this coming Saturday is a big, big weekend for them, going to state contest as well. Uh, you know, as a whole, DeSoto County bands across the board, man, they, they've always been top-notch and always compete well. Uh, I remember when my when we were at DeSoto Central, my daughter was in the band there. Uh, at DeSoto Central used to go to some national band marching contest up in St. Louis every year as well. I don't know if they still do that or not, but uh, that's 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 going to be a big time. And I and I appreciate you, you know, uh, talking to our band people around here. That's a that's a big activity, and those those kids work hard, and uh, they they've got a set of skills that they want to showcase as well. So kudos to those kids, and hey. Big shout out to Center Hill, dude. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> That's huge, man. <laughs> yeah, no doubt, no doubt. For them to for them to uh, for them to make it to the finals for the first time, getting the place, you know, fourteenth out of seventeenth. And doing that stuff, that's a real great honor for those kids. They're, those you know, those kids have really sunk into that band program and are doing a phenomenal, phenomenal job. Well, guys, we hope you all enjoyed that with our band director. So let's move right over to our football guys. And, of course, as always, we've got our three coaches with us again. And it was quite an eventful Friday. Uh, you know, I got to sit there and watch, you know, the Center Hill Mustangs play Olive Branch up close and personal there at the Hill. Yeah. And what a game it was, man. What a game. You know, just – uh, two fantastic teams, you know, and just came down to uh, you know last Execution. minute of the game. That's right, you know, and and just like uh, Coach Russell sucked in our interview, you know, you can say the game came down to one play, but it really doesn't. It comes down to no. several times during the game, and he he's got a great point. Um, and so, like I said, guys, you know. I think these coaches explain it best. They talk about the kids do a fantastic job. They talk about, hey, sometimes these are mistakes you made and errors with it, and this is how the result comes from it. And so, and so, um, let's get to the audio of these three coaches and let y'all enjoy it now. Hey guys, we've got Coach Hectorn, brother. How we doing today, man? Man, we're doing well. How about yourself? Man, doing good. Doing good, man. Uh, tough night, Friday night. Uh, what an opponent! You know, there's a reason they're uh, top of the heap in our district. Uh, quite a quite a bit of speed, quite a bit of talent, quite a bit of size. Uh, and I know the game didn't go well. I know you had a lot of injuries going on and some young guys playing the field, Coach. I mean, what can you tell us about Friday night, Coach? Well, you know, you, you said it. I mean, um, you know, they've done a very good job. Obviously, they're very talented. Uh, but, you know, that's probably probably the best team that I've seen them have in a, in a really long time. And just, just their execution, um, you know, the, the way that they play together and, discipline um again they were you know very impressive their team and um you know we knew we had a, a, a tough task when they came into town but um you know either way we got to play the games and and uh they made the plays to win it and you know we you know you named it it was it, you know it was a night of injuries and it was di difficult you know and very frustrating for us that 
um, you know, most of the stuff that we had were just kind of freak things, you know, and that's kind of thing that, that, you know, bothers you more than anything, you know, within our strength program, we try to, you know, prevent some of these things. We're trying to be bigger, faster, stronger, but we're also trying to build bodies that can, you know, withstand the, you know, the season and, and the hits and, you know, but a lot of the injuries we've had this year are, are not things that you can fix in the strength and conditioning department. It was just kind of just random stuff and it has been all year. And, um, you know, so frustrated for, you know, obviously for our team, but frustrated for our kids that, you know, that worked really hard and, you know, they're fighting all these things, but, you know, uh, next man up and, and, uh, you know, try to get these guys back healthy and, and, uh, you know, try to finish this thing out. Right. Well, coach, you're right, man. And it's just like this game It's the next guy up. And so let's focus on the next opponent because believe it or not, um, the playoff chances are not dead. You actually have two games left and both games, in my opinion, are winnable. Um, you know, they are, you know, again, rivals right here, DeSoto Central and Olive Branch. Olive Branch coming up next. Uh, they just came off a loss with uh, Center Hill and a bit of rivalry over there. And, uh, you know, maybe they're down. Maybe they think their shots are over. And maybe this gives you the window to, uh, you know, get the W and let your guys excel on some things. Uh, so what, do you, what are you expecting when it comes to Friday night with Olive Branch? Well, you know, again, another another program that uh, is run very well. And, and, you know, I think the absolute world of Coach Russell um, and, and the job he's doing over there. And uh, so I know I know those guys are going to be prepared. I know they're going to play hard. And uh, so I know we've got our work cut out for us. But, you know, you said it. I mean, you know, when you line up on Friday, I mean, you've got a chance. And, and that's what we've got. And, um, you know, we've got to go out prepare to, to be ready for that and, uh, you know, control what we can. And, and, you know, that's the game right in front of us. And it's how we play and how we execute. Um, you know, again, I know they're going to be prepared. They're going to do a great job. Uh, but I have no control over that. I control our guys, and and again, we've got to make sure we go out and play with great effort, and uh, and again, give our, our ourselves a chance to uh, to compete and to win a game. Oh, absolutely, Coach. Absolutely. Well, Coach, I think y'all are going to match up well. Y'all are very similar offensive style, uh, believe it or not, even defensive style. So it's almost like what you you know practice against yourselves every day. Uh, I think there's things that you are, you're able to do that they're going to cause trouble for them. And I think there's things they do that y'all are going to have to compensate for. Uh, so it should make for a great game, you know, three and four wide, um, you know, stingy defenses that are pretty consistent and fly to the football, uh, guys that really, you know, a lot of group tackling. So um, you know, like you said, if you're healthy and you guys can make some big plays and stuff and prevent some big plays on their side, uh, I, I see a W in your future. And so, um, you know, coach, I want to wish you a great week of practice. Hope you guys, uh, you know, get healthy and, uh, you know, things stay strong and, uh, wish you luck on Friday. Hey, I sure appreciate it, brother. Hey coach, as always, thanks for the time, man. And look forward to talking to you next week. Yes, sir. Hi guys. I got coach Russell, brother. How are we doing on this fine Sunday? I'm doing fine, Zach. How are you? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. Well, I'm good to know you're fine. Uh, were you able to get your assistant coach, Justin Jones, off suicide watch? Is he okay? Well, you know, I had to uh, – he's, he's fine. I wouldn't say good. You know, that would be a far stretch on good. But, yeah, I mean, that was a tough one for all of us on Friday night. You know, hats off to Coach Peacock and his staff. I mean, his kids, they played really, really hard and won a hard-fought ball game. And, you know um, – Obviously, we're disappointed in the situation and the way things turned out for us and um, and frustrated in a lot of ways. But, you know, I mean, it, you know, that doesn't take anything away from the way those kids played on the other side of the ball. They played hard. They played physical and, and, and they made more plays than we did when, at the end of the game. 
You know, Coach, I, I can honestly say uh, with a straight face, you know, I'm friends with you and I'm friends with Coach Peacock and all you guys and everything else. We talk each and every week. Um, it was a truly, truly fun game to watch because the ebbs and flows went back and forth, back and forth. It wasn't like one team dominated the other. It wasn't like one team was only hanging around because of miscues or errors or things like that. You know, don't get me wrong, football is football. You know, your kids are going to – you put them out in the best position, sometimes they make mistakes. That's why, you know, there are scores on the board. And, um, you, you know, back and forth, excitement, you know, big interceptions, big, big run plays for touchdowns excitement on both sidelines excitement both sides of the stands i mean just the atmosphere alone uh was just fantastic and your kids handled themselves very well you know a lot of times these games are kind of contentious you know maybe a little trash talking a little chippy this that or so on you know even when you you know y'all make big plays there wasn't a lot of kids trying to shine it on and that's just a great example of the leadership y'all give as coaches and your senior leadership on the team and uh, it was a truly, truly enjoyable game to watch. Not, not just because Center Hill won, but because the fact of the matter is, is that it was y'all's game to win. You know, and I like everybody talks about. I know I was making a joke early in the you know the pod, but um, you know y'all have a fourth down and five. Uh, you've driven the field in less than a minute and forty seconds. Um, you're getting ready to try to punch it in to win. Um, and have the excitement of your lifetime, you know, for your seniors and your fans and everything else. And that's what you want. You know, that's that moment. And you, you call one of the gutsiest calls I've ever seen. And it was a great call. Absolutely fantastic. Um, you know, not something a lot of people would expect in that situation. And you could definitely tell y'all practiced it and probably practiced it for weeks. And it was executed to perfection. And unfortunately, it just, man, and no pun intended, it slipped through your fingers right there at the end. And, uh, just, just heartbreaking. Just to see everybody go up to, the, you know, start jumping in the air, and it just, you know, all deflate, and the other side gets it. And that's what football is, man. You know, you hate there's a loser. Uh, you hate that somebody loses. You know, because I know that was devastating for your quarterback, and I know it was devastating for your fans. But uh, like I told you right after the game, y'all have nothing to hang your hat about. Um, you know, that game was y'all's to win, and it just didn't turn out that way in the end. And, uh, uh, you know, that's not the end of the road for you guys. And so, but like I said, I want to highly compliment you guys. Y'all were classy, uh, well coached, played hard, just came up short right at the end. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate it, Zach. I appreciate it. I'm proud of my coaches and kids. You know, the kids uh, did a good job composing themselves, playing really, really hard. You know, obviously, we're not, not excited with the outcome, but. Uh, the effort was never in question and, and hasn't been all season long with our kids, you know, and, and they, they fight, scratch, claw to the to the bitter end of every game uh, this season. I'm proud of them, uh, proud of our staff, the work they put in, the plan they put together I thought was a really good plan. And You know, when it comes down to it, like I said before, they made more plays than us. They made less mistakes than we did. And, you know, I think that, you know, obviously the, the last play call was 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 gutsy it was something we worked for 10 weeks and uh during the season we work it multiple times a week you know it's something that we've had dialed up ready to go for the perfect scenario because it's a it's a play that you just it's really almost impossible to cover and uh you know executed correctly and we did execute it all the way down to the catch and you know, one play doesn't define an entire game. That's what everybody wants to lean on. And when they look at a game and say, oh, that last play, if we had just made that, well, you know, what if we made, you know, what if we made that block or what if we made that tackle? What if we made some other play, some other point in the game, we wouldn't be in that situation. And so it's never just on one person. It's never just on one individual. It's a, it's a full team loss. We could have done things better 
from every aspect of our game, you know, uh, players, coaches, everybody could have done something better that would have led to a better outcome in that game. So it wasn't just on one person. Coach, uh, that's absolutely well said. It is absolutely the truth. Um, I think uh, the quarterback, Vance, actually was probably one of your best players of the night. I know he had one interception uh, when he was being pressured or hurried at one time. Um, but other than that, I think he was a great game manager, played a great ball game, made some big-time pass plays, some good decisions and stuff. I know you have to be proud of him, and I know that he's a great leader for you guys. Um, I think you've got a – watching the game myself, even on my, I think you have a slot receiver that was just uh, lightning fast, made a lot of big plays. Um, I think your running back did some great things. I think your offensive line had some big moments, uh, especially when y'all running, you know, some counters and traps and things of that nature, making some big moves. Uh, so I mean, like, <clears throat> you know, I know a lot of that's offensively, but defensively, you know, like you always talked about, your your speed was great. Um, you know, just just some of the little things. You know, sometimes not squeezing the gap, sometimes not fitting in the right in the right hole, something like that, and just you know, it wears on you. You know, fatigue and things of that nature, and that's why it was such a great ball game. Were there any kids that stood out to you, coach, that you want to talk about? Well, you know, I thought Raheem did play a pretty good game. You know, I hate I hate the, the, the end of that way, and you know, you talked about the interception. The interception actually was on a blown coverage, and so we they were you know, dropping back in uh, the corner was supposed to stay on top of the, the outside receiver who's running him off. Well, he saw the pressure coming and he came off of his receiver completely and jumped the 10 yard out. And so Raheem actually made the correct read. The outside linebacker stayed with the, uh, with the jet route or the underneath route and the 10 and out is supposed to be open because the other rece- other corner has to run with the receiver because he, blew his coverage, he actually jumped the 10-yard out and, uh, you know, has got pressure in his face and or Center Hill got pressure in his face. And so, therefore, he had to get it and, and just do it on basically on read without having to be able to double-check the throw before he threw it. And, yeah, I mean, that's that's what happened there. Um, you know, uh, as far as players of the game, you know, Flip Sanders, he had 10 carries for 116 yards. Um, and touchdown, and also had a touchdown receiving offensively. I thought he was he was a big time star uh, in the game. And uh, then on defense, uh, Ralph Campbell, uh, our middle linebacker, had 15 tackles. So you know that's that's pretty good. I mean, he was eating up tackles all night long. So both those guys, I thought, shined on both sides of the ball. Oh, absolutely, coach. Absolutely. Well, coach, uh, again, let's not let's not beat a dead horse. You know, the game's behind us. You know, you got to look forward because, believe it or not, a lot of people might know this, the season's not over. And you have two games left. Both those games, in my mind, are winnable. And it's also a control-your-destiny scenario considering how our district has turned out. If you win your next two ball games, which are Lewisburg, um, and then you're going to be playing Hernando, I believe. Is that correct? That's correct, yep. And um, – you, uh, if you win both those games, you actually secure your spot in the the playoffs. Is that correct? That's correct. We'll either be the third seed or the fourth seed, and uh, the playoff scenarios are kind of crazy. You know, you, there's there's obviously a lot of football left to be played, but for us, with what we're able to do at the end, if we win the last two, we'll either be third seed or fourth. That's pretty awesome, Coach. And uh, Center Hill's in the vote where if they win their next game, they're guaranteed a spot. Uh, and that's even if DeSoto Central wins, and it'll be a three-way tie. And this is what gets crazy. You uh, you would have four wins. 
Center Hill would have four wins. DeSoto Central, if they defeat uh, Lewisburg, would have four wins. And that means that it would be a three-way tie for the third and fourth spot. But since you beat DeSoto Central by 12-plus, and that's how it works for points, and we only lost to DeSoto Central by three, but beat y'all by four, one point makes the difference. And y'all would take the third seed, we would take the fourth seed, which would be Center Hill, and DeSoto Central would be out, And but DeSoto Central would have beat us. So they should probably be in the fourth seed over us. But then oh, here's another thing. Y'all would be in the third, and we beat y'all, but we would still be behind you in the playoffs because of point value. Is that not bananas? It is. I mean, whichever way it goes, a team that has won a big ball game is going to be left out, you know, if that's the way it all shakes out. And it may not. You know, there may be, you know, a different scenario that, that happens. But if we all finish with four wins, that's uh, that's exactly what would happen. Um, you know, so it's, it's, uh, it, it's very interesting. So here's the thing. Win. <laughs> Win on Friday night, and that's all it's about. I mean, so – Every team that you're talking about here in our area all has an opportunity basically to make the playoffs in some way if they're able to win. And so that's, that's, I mean, they've got a lot to play for on Friday night. We've got a lot to play for on Friday night. And, uh, and we got to go out there and execute and have a big game. And, and nobody's looking past Lewisburg on Friday night. We've got, we've got to play well, um, not make mistakes, uh, and, and win that game. Yeah, no doubt, Coach. No doubt. Well, Coach, I wish you guys a great week of practice and good luck on Friday. I know it's going to be a great another cross town, or I guess you could say in city rivalry. Uh, you know, you just got through playing uh, Center Hill, and now you're going to be playing uh, Lewisburg. You know, both about five ten minutes away. Uh, it's going to be a great great crowd there. Uh, going to be quite an environment, but uh, uh, it should be a good one and another great game. And wish you guys luck in it. Thanks, thanks so much, Zach. I appreciate it, man. As always, Coach. Man, I really appreciate your time. Yes, sir. Coach Peacock, brother, how we doing on this fine Sunday? Uh, doing good, man. Doing good. Just walked in the house. I heard that, man. Well, are you walking a little bit taller? Are you walking on your toes? Is your chest poking out a little bit more? Is your shirt tighter? Tell us the truth, Coach. Uh, I'm just, you know, just proud of my kids, man. Just, you know, the being down, you know, 10 points, I think two different times in the game. Uh, you know, and, and having some things go bad early, you know, I felt like they had every opportunity to just say, oh, here we go again. And, and they never quit. They, they just kept battling, kept fighting, kept fighting. And then, you know, we were able to take the lead late and then hold on and, and, and seal the victory. So just, just proud of my kids and proud of their effort. And just, you know, just thank the Lord that he granted us, uh, you know, the victory and, and allowed us to, to play our best and, and, and do what we were supposed to do. I heard that, Coach. There's one thing that's so sweet about football is when you get to go into victory formation. And, oh, yeah, uh, there's no doubt. Best formation in football. Best formation in football. And, you know, and so for the last 45 seconds to be able to do it uh, and to have a home crowd just going pandemonium, uh, quite an environment, and uh, just uh, things worked out. And it's a good, it's good W, good team W, and it was really exciting to see, uh, you know, your kids really step up. And, but, Coach, i got to ask, man, how about your freshman running back, uh, Lawrence Autry, man? You talk about a guy who put a lot of weight on his shoulders um, and made a lot of big plays. And don't get me wrong. You know, he was one of many that you, it did very well, um, you know, but, like, it seemed for the last two drives, um, y'all's last two scoring drives were number 80 was the guy who had the ball in hand. Yeah, I mean, there's no doubt he's got a chance to be extremely, extremely special. He's extremely talented. 
I think he had like 17 carries for 141 yards, three touchdowns. Um, you know, so that's about, I think, eight yards, you know, almost 8.3 yards a carry. Um, had the, you know, a big touchdown run there at the end to give us the lead. Um, so just, just a great kid, um, who's got a really, really, really bright future ahead of him. Um, so super proud of him. He, uh, you know, they put something on social media early in the week and it was with his picture and, and whatever. And he screenshot it and showed it to me. And so he kind of had a little bit of a chip on his shoulder going in. And I was just proud he was able to, to play a great game and, and do some good things for us. No doubt, Coach. No doubt. And, I, you know, I give a lot of credit to your offensive line. There was a lot of times where, you know, it didn't look like there was much there. And they stuck with their block and made some made some crevices happen. And he accelerated, you know, and made some big plays. I know there were several times he was getting 8, 10, 12, even 16 to 18 yards of carry, you know, running right up the pipe. And, uh, and then, of course, like you said, busted one for over 40 yards to take the lead and ultimately be the game-winning touchdown. So, uh, quite a night for him, quite a night for the offensive line, just an overall offensive unit. Um, defensively, uh, I think y'all were stinging and uh, played pretty good and pretty decent. Um, I think y'all had a nice pick right down there in the red zone, gave you guys an opportunity to, to punch one and uh, made some big plays when you had to. Several, uh, you know, y'all stopped them on downs and forced punts and uh, did a pretty good job. I think collectively I would say team-wise, probably one of your best performances this year. Would you agree? Yeah, I think so. Team from a from an overall team standpoint, you know, we did do some good things on on special teams as well. Um, you know, I thought uh, I, our kickoffs were pretty good. Um, uh, our coverage was better last week. We had some some stuff in coverage that we didn't like, and and some of that was was um, shored up a little bit. I tell you, Jackson Osborne had two solo tackles on kickoff, uh, and then another uh, assisted tackle on a punt on a punt cover. So he, you know, really did some good things and made some big tackles for us um, uh, on special teams. And, you know, uh, some of those kids that are on special teams, maybe they're not quite a offensive or defensive starter yet, but we're asking them to go in and do something and talk about, you know, effort. And he gives great effort uh, all the time when he's on the field. So, um, you know, like I said, like you said, it, it was probably our most complete game from a, a all three phases standpoint. You know, there were a couple things on defense that were a little shaky. There were a couple things on offense that were a little shaky. But, um, you know, we, we held on, we kept fighting, and we did enough to win the ball game. Absolutely, Coach. Absolutely. Now, Coach, that puts you all in the driver's seat for playoffs, especially if you win on Friday night versus your next opponent, Hernando. Now, Hernando is coming off a pretty big victory uh, at Horn Lake. At Horn Lake's homecoming, I think they were winning 30 to nothing in the first quarter. Final was 37-6, to six, I believe. What are you looking for out of Hernando? Is there any concerns? What do you got to do? Uh, let the listener know what you got on your mind. Yeah, I mean, I think we just got to, you know, offensively we just got to protect the ball. As long as we don't turn the ball over, we should should have a chance to score uh, some points. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're good. Uh, you know, they did lose their Division One quarterback from last year. Um, but they're still good on offense. Uh, uh, coach McGann can, he's in his first year as head coach. It's their senior night. So it's going to be a, a great atmosphere. It's going to be a great game. Um, they're doing some really good things. He's got a good staff put together. Um, you know, uh, offensively, they're going to throw the ball around a little bit. Uh, they're similar to Lewisburg. You know, if you, if you saw that game, um, they're going to throw it a good bit. They're, they are probably running a little more and, and uh, Lewisburg does, but, um, got a running back, I think number 10. 
that's a, that's a really good running back. Um, you know, uh, they, they get an empty, you know, they get five wide, a decent amount. So, you know, it's going to be a, a, a different challenge where Olive Branch had a really a run, uh, a quarterback threw the ball well, but he was a run, run heavy guy. Also a, a running back that really ran the ball well. Um, you know, Fernando's going to throw the ball well and, and not run it as much. So we got to, you know, kind of flip our mindset and uh, they throw a lot of screens. So they're going to have to be big there. But, um, you know, just looking forward to going and competing, looking forward to going and getting a chance to compete again and, and hopefully, um, you know, punch our tickets to the playoff. Uh, you know, it would be the first time we've made the playoffs in a, in a while and the first time in uh, the highest classification of 6A uh, in the state of Mississippi. So um, just looking forward for that opportunity and, and hopefully we can go over there and get the job done. Well said, Coach. Well said. Well, Coach, you know, the, the deal is is that, you know, if you win uh, Friday, you're in. Um, but the the rest of the district is kind of a toss-up. It could create some really unique uh, uh, ties when it comes to records. I mean, if Olive Branch wins out, believe it or not, um, they will actually go to the playoffs as well and possibly even be ahead of us due to a three-way tie which is just crazy how that all plays out. But here nor there, I think, you, like you said, we can play one game at a time, uh, focus on winning that game, punch your ticket to the playoffs. It doesn't matter if it's third or fourth, the best team needs to win, and it'll be a monumental for the team, the program, and you know how things are you know, progressing positively. So uh, I think it's fantastic, Coach. Well, Coach, was there any, any guys that um, on the offense, defense from Friday night that you, know, you want to highlight that maybe we hadn't spoke about? Did anybody else do anything special? Uh, you know, uh, I thought Caden Thomas, um, you know, he's a sophomore corner, continues to play well. Uh, I think they, they tried to, to test him and, and, and pick on him a little bit. Uh, but he had, I think, three solo tackles, three assist tackles. But he had two big pass breakups that were both on, you know, kind of down-the-field throws. I think one was on the post and one was on the fade ball where he was able to get his hand in there uh, and rip the ball out. And those were two two huge plays uh, in the game. So, um, you know, and then our, our front, our front five, man, they just continue to play good football. Our, our D linemen, um, uh, Akadis Kimball, Masai Wright, um, uh, Caleb McAllister, and uh, Elijah Westbrook, man, they, those four guys are rotating three spots on D line and they've really played well, uh, the last couple of weeks. And then, you know, our linebackers, our inside linebackers, uh, Lance and Nate really, really have played well. And then we've been playing several different guys at outside linebacker and, um, you know, just trying to find the right mix of, you know, who's better at stopping the run, who's better at stopping the pass and doing some things there. But, you know, just really just super proud of our entire team for, you know, never quitting, fighting and, and clawing and, and just finding a way to, to win the ball game. I hear you, Coach. Well, Coach, I want to say I appreciate your time. Congratulations on the big W. Hope you guys have a great week of practice and uh, bring back the W on Friday and punch your ticket, Coach. All right, man. Sounds good. Appreciate all y'all do. Wow, that was a barn burner Friday night. You hate you, you know you love it for the underdog, and I'm I'm assuming Center Hill's the underdog in my mind. They're the underdog in that game. They am were I right or like I right? said, and I and I told anybody like I told Russell and I told Coach Peacock and I told a lot of people. I said, I said, you know, they're two completely different teams. Yeah, and so it's hard to say who the better was, but when you look at the record and who they won, yeah, but you know. You have to say Olive Branch is the better team. They had more wins. They beat D.C. We didn't beat D.C. and so on. You know, but, you know, that doesn't matter. You know, yeah. it's all about how you play on Friday night. I mean, look at what happened with Ole Miss and LSU. You know, on paper, 
Ole Miss should have won the ball game, but didn't yeah. go out there and they, you know, they took a beating. You know, so yeah. it's a, you know, that's just how it is. You know, high school football, SEC football, whatever. It's who comes out to play and gets the and gets the plays to score and win. That's the way it is. And so, yeah. um, you know, it was just a, it was a good week for those two guys. A tough week for Lewisburg. You know, I hate it for yeah. the guys. You know, yeah. uh, you know, Heck Torn. He's not going to downmouth anybody like that. I know they're going through some you know phases where they're thin. They got some injuries and playing some young guys. The next yeah. man up and. You know, that's what you got to do. You know, he's developing a program and he's doing a great job doing it. And, you know, and so, and believe it or not, they still have a chance to go to the playoffs. I think that's huge. And so, um, hey, I'm really, really happy to be able to talk to our coaches and be able to have this insight you know, about our kids, promote the programs, because it is really, really a good thing that's going on here. And uh, it's, one of the, it's one of the true highlights of getting to do this podcast. Yeah. Well, guys, that's going to wrap it up for our show this week. As always, we hope you've enjoyed our content and will listen to us again, as well as we hope you're telling your friends, your family, and your coworkers to listen in. Hit the subscribe button, and if you do really enjoy it, give us a second to go over there to iTunes and give us a five-star review. We would really, really appreciate it. It really helps the podcast. Like I said, if you like our content, you'd probably like a podcast down in Hernando called Under the Water Tower. They do a great two episodes a week show talking about Hernando athletics, anything Hernando, as well as North Point and other state level stuff. And they get some great info there. So if you want to go check that out, that is under the water tower. But other than that, guys, we are going to call it for this week. As always, we really, really appreciate it. But until then, I'm Zach. I'm T. We'll see y'all next week. Superman, and he makes me fly until I wake up as the sun sets. I pick up that bottle, tell me what's another regret. I'm addicted to the buzz. I try to give you up, but nothing seems to work. Right now, I'm feeling stuck. Promise my love was that I was done, but we both know I ain't done. Cause I got wasted because I didn't want to deal with myself.